still I'll pray till heaven I'll fall. Lord, lead me on to a higher ground. Lord, lift me We thank you for the opportunity of coming in your presence and for the opportunity of uh, being here on earth to serve you, to win souls, to encourage one another, to pray for there are things that we can only do when we are mortal. We thank you for the grace. We pray that you give us more grace. May you speak to your sons and daughters who are in the lockdown and even those out in countries where there are no lockdowns. But they are with us in this service. May you speak to all this morning. Let your presence fill every house where your children are assembled. Let it fill the pulpit here, Lord. The Lord, you will speak to your children in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Bless the offering and the the that have been given and bless everyone that has given as you promised it in your heart in Jesus Christ Amen. Amen I greet you all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I hope you are fine and I believe you are fine Praise God. Come out and it is the way. So we are going to continue with our subject that we had last Sunday. Uh, so we stand wherever you are for the reading of the scriptures. To some we are going to read in the book of Proverbs. Three portions we shall read this morning. Uh, book of Philippians. And the book of Isaiah. 
So Proverbs 23 verse 7. For as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. Then we go to Philippians chapter 4 verse 8. Finally brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, what, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any uh, praise, think on these things. Ama Filipi nya ulunyula munana, ebisigaddeyo aboluganda, ebiyama zima byonna, ebisani lechitibwa byonna, ebiyobutu kilivu byonna, ebirongo fu byonna, Ebiagali wabiyo na, ebisimu wabiyo na, mubanga waliwo obulungi, ero banga waliwo etendo, ebiyo mubiru oze ngako. Isaiah 26. Isaiah abiri mukaga. Verse 3. Thou wilt keep him in perfect peace, who saw, whose mind is stayed on thee, because he trusteth in thee. Ono mukumanga mirembe yesigamya omoyo gwe kugwe kubanga akwesiga gwe Trust ye in the Lord forever for he is the Lord Jehovah he is everlasting strength Mumwesigenga mukama enakuzona kubanga mumukama yakuwa mwemuri olwazi olutagwao May the Lord add blessing to the reading of his word. You Mukama may be seated. Yeah, we are continuing with the power of thoughts. Amen. Amen. So our context will dwell more on this verse that we have read in the book of Isaiah. Uh, that I said... Uh, that I said, uh, Thou will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. Yeah, mukama. The one who trusts in the Lord. The Luganda Bible has not brought it out well. The English Bible says, The one who stays his thoughts on you. Yeah. That keeps his mind on thee. Now, we saw uh, last Sunday that uh, it's very important what we think. And uh, that our thoughts, we saw that what you think is what you are. You cannot be different from your thoughts. Now that is a very uh, important faculty of our life. The thoughts 
what we think, what we put on our mind. That's a very important faculty. Uh, we know the message, the greatest battle ever fought. Now, remember, it's the greatest battle ever fought. Uh, which is the battle that uh, Satan is against our souls. To destroy us. And uh, the mutual ground that was chosen for the battle ground, as a battle ground is the mind. That is the greatest battle failed. In other words, if you are defeated there, you have lost the battle. If you win there, you have won the battle. So you imagine how important it is of what we allow in our mind. And how we must observe that area. What we think. Yes, so we have seen the scripture that says that what man thinks with his mind, that's what he is. And we also saw a quote that says, What you think is what you do. If you think you are a Christian, Amen. That and you put it in your mind, I'm a Christian. That's what you are. You will walk a Christian. You talk a Christian. You behave a Christian. But if you put it in your mind that I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I am a believer. That's what you are. And if you will go to, to do what sinners do. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Brother Branham gives a story. Brother Branham, it has just come on my mind. Uh, when he was a teenager, he read a novel about Tarzan the ape. What what is Zike. When he read it, well, I have not read that book myself. I don't know. But he was so much impressed by that ape. And he was so fascinated that he wished to be like that ape. And he convinced his mind that he was Tarzan the ape. So he made himself a Tarzan court. <laughs> And he put it on himself. 
He thought he was it now. And he went in the tree. And he spent a whole week. He's an ape. He's playing the best of an ape. But he said, praise the Lord one time I read about Jesus Christ. And I want to be like him. You see, when he read about the ape that was a wonderful actor, he wanted to be like that. And now when he read about Jesus Christ, he wanted to be like him. And every day, he filled his mind with that picture. He filled his mind, filled his heart with that with that imagination that he was like Jesus. And the Bible tells us to learn of him. He is our example. So when you are walking like Jesus, you are doing the right thing. When you take Jesus to be your example, you are doing the right thing. Now, did Brother Branham look like Jesus? He looked like Jesus until people asked him if you are Jesus. How long will you keep it from us? Say it openly. Because that's what we see. Say it openly that you are the one. He denied to be the one. But up to today, there are fanatics who, are, who have never been convinced. That he was not Jesus. They think he was Jesus. He, himself. That just came disguised. What about if you continued to be an ape? He would have become so mistaken for being an ape. Because that's what was on his mind. But now when he filled his mind that he, he wanted to be like Jesus. He was love. He loved like Jesus. He was kind like Jesus. Oh, in the course of the week, I was reading a testimony from uh, a man of God who passed on also called Livel. He testified of how he 
was in the service where Brother Branham was tempted. Brother Branham tried with a couple, a young man and a lady, a young woman who came in the service. And they sat somewhere where it was very direct to the pulpit. And now and then they turned and kissed. And Brother Livia said that his heart, he felt his heart so scared of what will happen to those people. Brother Livia And when Brother Bram would speak a poem, people will shout hallelujah. For them they would turn and, and hug one another and kiss. Brother Branham stopped because that can irritate anyone. Brother Branham It's terrible. He told them not to do that again. To a young man, it's okay to love your girl, but don't do that in church. You must respect the presence of God. He continued preaching as if they didn't hear. They, didn't, they did it again. And he stopped. And he looked. Brother Branham, Brother Livia said he was worried what he was going to do. Brother Livia he felt he could speak them out of existence and it would happen. But he was worried who will understand who will understand it in the right context. So the Holy Spirit told him, "You are given the power of life and death over them." Whatever you want happen to them, speak it now. And Brother Bram stopped. Brother Branham said, I give you life. I forgive you. And there was such a hush in the building. The Holy Spirit was very pleased. Oh, that is like Jesus. He said, the Son of Man did not come to destroy. But to give life. Remember when he was Jesus was resisted by some people, some village. And his disciples told him, but remember what Elijah did. He called fire upon them. And he burnt them. Call fire. Brother, Jesus, our Lord Jesus said, Know you not the nature of spirit you have received? You are given. The Son of Man did not come to destroy life, but He came to give life. That's the anointing that is on Jesus, although it is the same that was on, on Elijah. But it has a different nature. Yeah, the Holy Spirit changes nature. 
Because it's the Holy Spirit that will judge the earth. With perfect and with the very harsh judgment. But now he's in the saving character. Saving characteristics. When he was with Moses, he was in a different characteristics. When he was with Elijah, he was different. But now he had put on grace and mercy. He came to save. But not to destroy. Now there are many ways. Brother Branham looked like Jesus. Brother Branham, we are finding Amen. Amen. In character, live alone now in manifestation. Mumbala ne mumpisa kati soko reke kubali ebiokula bisama niga katonda. Praise God. Come and attend this way. Why? Why? Because he read about Jesus. Wanga ya soma ku Yesu. He admired Jesus. Niye gomba Yesu. And he wanted to be like him. Naya gala berenga Yesu. No wonder he loved that song. So well. From Bethlehem's manger. Came for the stranger. On earth I long. To be like him. My faithful savior. I'll reach his favor. On earth I long. To be like him. To be like Jesus. To be like Jesus. On earth I love. To be like him. Praise God. Every one of us. Must desire to look like Jesus. Praise God. We must desire to look like Jesus. He is a perfect example. He never sought to show him uh, to, 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 to show up, to show off. He never sought for his own glory. He died humiliated. And he chose that. Amen. He was never, he never reviled when he was reviled. He never, he never fought for himself. Yet he had power to fight for himself. Praise God. Amen. Now, so uh, we also saw that your thoughts are louder in heaven than your words on earth. Let me quote that again. God is putting down everything you are thinking about. And he knows it. In his recording book. Many people think. That God records only what you do. And only what you say. So they ignore. Their thoughts. Well you cannot kill a snake. And leave its eggs. 
thoughts, they are the ones which hatch into deeds. Ebirozo, biebivamu ebikorwa. So if your thought is evil, kakati ebirozo biebirebibi, you are evil. Nao bamubi. So God will not wait to see the act. When he sees the very the act in the thought form. If you went to steal and you got bounced. No you got bounced like you found them vigilant. And you turned back. No And you don't repent for stealing. You don't understand God. Because before God, you have stolen. You don't have to succeed for it to become sin. When it is a thought, to God, it is an act. He that looketh at a woman to lust after her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. You don't have to, suc to, to succeed fast in making an act. But once you have that thought, you are doing it there. So God records our thoughts. Uh, and he knows it. In his recording book. Your thoughts are louder in heaven than your voice is on the earth. Therefore, think the right thing. Yeah, think the right thing. Praise God. Like you are careful to say, ah, a Christian doesn't do such. It's wrong for a Christian to speak that way. It's wrong for a Christian to do such a thing. Now don't ignore that something in its seed form. The thoughts. It is also wrong for the Christians to think that way. Thoughts are deeds or works but in, a, in another dimension it is like a the dimension we're in where we walk and talk and see one another But there is another dimension that is as real as this physical. That is called television, radio, internet. TV, radio, internet. Yes. It is also real. You just have to put the a gadget and you catch it. 
It is so real. And it's what is helping the intelligence today. To crack down on the criminals. If you want to be a successful criminal. Drop your phone completely. Don't never use a phone. But as long as you're using a phone, you cannot hide from the long arm of the government. They will get you. You are everywhere. But it's a matter of dimension. Now that is the government, physical government. Now, with God, there is a, a dimension. Thoughts. That's a big dimension. And he judges you by that dimension. So once you think a certain way, that's who you are. Amen. Amen. So, uh, now, this morning, we want to zero on this. Thinking about God. Thinking about God. Amen. Amen. So, every husband enjoys, likes to have a wife who loves him. And even when he's away, she thinks about him. She's, she misses him. Amen? Amen. Every parent loves to know that his son or his daughter loves him and misses him. Now we physical people we judge our children, we judge our husbands, we judge our wives by their expressions. Then we know they love us. Amen. They love us. They treasure us. They care for us. They are concerned about us. But with God, you know, works is faith expressed. But for him, he doesn't have to wait for the works. He sees it. In the seed form. That is in thought. Amen. Amen. So here Isaiah comes with a, with a, with a, with a thought, with a mind of God. He projects it to us. That he will keep in perfect peace. That person who has kept his mind on God. 
Now listen to these quotes also. You know I told you online I don't preach for long. And you know it's usually when we are thinking about God. And keeping our minds on God. That God comes to us. Now every true Christian. The greatest joy for the Christian, the greatest consolation is to feel the presence of God with you. If you want to see a Christian disturbed, Desperate, stressed, let the presence of God leave him. He will hunt for God, he will be disturbed. But it's nothing that can bless him until he feels that presence of God again. Yesterday, this morning, uh, yesterday evening, I talked with a certain pastor. On phone. And now this morning, he sent me a message. He said, uh, I saw you in this message, in this testimony. That's why I'm sending it to you. He said, I've been battling for some time seeking a breakthrough in the spirit. But it happened yesterday. And but then uh, I saw you in a vision because uh, this was a vision. I wasn't asleep. I was aware. And then you told me this kind of faith uh, can move mountains. But now the point here is where he has spent time in prayer Seeking a breakthrough. Have you ever experienced that kind of a moment? You are in a desert kind of. Spiritual desert. You don't feel a breakthrough. Even when you pray. You are hitting a wall. Even when you try to sing. The songs are not coming out. Even when you try to think of the scriptures. The scripture don't line up. You are confused. Your mind is bombarded. By thoughts that are controlling. And you try to feel God is not there. Now a Christian can never feel comfortable. Cannot settle in that kind of a zone. He will pray, he will first do everything. 
And some people get so upset. Some people call the pastor. They think they are lost. They think they are gone. Maybe they have crossed the line of mercy. And you find them asking. I no longer feel God. Even when I pray. It is hard. It is dry. I feel as if I've crossed the line of mercy. Oh no. There is no, there is no Christian. There is no man of God. Be it a prophet of any level. Who has never been in those kind of moments. Those moments happen. But a Christian can never feel settled. Sometimes those moments happen when you have sinned. And grieved God. Sometimes you have not sinned. It is just a trial. Sometimes you check your life. There is nothing you can you are guilty of. But those moments are very hard moments. So we need God. And we need his presence. And now here is a formula of having him with us. Think about him. That's what we are sharing this morning. Usually when we are thinking about God and keeping our minds on God, that God comes close to us. I've told you, even as human beings, we love people. We are attracted to people who show they keep thinking about us. Who show that they are missing us. Recently, I called Apostle Kangwa Okay, I sent him a message. And I expressed like it's a long time. I was thinking about him in the course of the week. He told me, for him now he called. And he told me the whole night. He was standing in his bed. Thinking about me. And I could not leave his mind. I thought I said this is the Holy Spirit. In the course of week he is thinking so much about someone. He so many miles. So many. You know, far away. And he tells you. In the night he, was, he did not sleep. He was, in the whole night he was thinking about you. Then you know God is doing something. And it brought it made a, a good uh, feeling in my heart. If men of God can think about me. Then I'm not alone. Amen. Then God. Without some chaos for me. Pray. 
Praise God. So it does something to know that someone is thinking about you. You tend to love that person whom you know you are on his mind. But now, how about God? Yes, one time God sent a prophet Jeremiah with a prophecy. God tell them that I have good thoughts about them. Not thoughts of doom. Not thoughts of trouble. But thoughts of peace. To give them. I want to give them. An expected end. How did that service look like That service. When the prophet. Delivered those words. To the nation in bondage. Hallelujah. Amen. Like today. In the lockdown. And God speaks. Tell my church. Tell my people. Amidst this dark doom. This darkness that is going around us. But tell my people. I have good thoughts for them. They are on my mind. And I think good about them. To do them good. And not evil. How do you think that would fire? Do you know that's what God thinks about the church? Yes, sir. Let me speak it. Amen. Amen. And I think I'm not venturing without authority. I believe in the authority of the scripture that that's what God is saying to the church this morning. This is not your judgment, bride. What is going around the world is God's judgment. Never be deceived. No sanitizers. No masks. No vaccinations will save you. This is a judgment directed by the hand of God. I was asking myself. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not disagreeing with the government at all. I agree with every bit of their human effort to combat this thing. Amen. Amen. I agree with it. I have my But some time back I called a certain preacher in Tanzania. Tanzania. He was telling me, oh, Paul Esana, he was uh, sympathizing with us to be in a lockdown. So for us, we have never been locked. We are fellowshipping very well. Then I 
then I said, how about Corona is indeed really ravaging you? He said, not at all. We, he said corona is in the country but we hear cases one case here and one case there just a few cases in the course of the week I called another pastor he's called Philemon he has always organized big conversions and when I told him we were in a lockdown he was surprised he is a, a literate person. He is a lawyer by profession. Lawyer. So for us here, we have never had a lockdown. And uh, we don't put on masks. We, we don't practice uh, social distancing. And we go on with our services as usual. I said, but you know, for us, the picture we have about Tanzania Tanzania is that the government is hypocritical about the real condition on the ground. They pretend as if Corona is not ravaging the country. Yet it's he said, my friend, I'm a Tanzania. I'm, a Tanzania. I'm in Tanzania. Tanzania. We fellowship. We associate freely. Get, get my report. We hear Corona here and there. Scattered cases. It is there, but scattered cases. But it is not something that is giving us a hard time. I said, but what about us now? Who are so careful? Who are so sensitive? Because by the time this church closed, a number of members of the church who had it. True, they had it. But now, it is not a matter of the government telling you there is corona. No, when it is there, you will know. Because the people you are associating with will be complaining and others die. So if people where the nation is uh, braving it, you know, headlong, and they claim they trust God. If we are not more secure than them, we have not, uh, we, we, we have not, we cannot count more victory, more success than them. Then take my point. That no government. No self precautions. Rules. No, no SOPs. Will save you from God's judgment. Better trust God. Hallelujah. Amen. The scripture in Isaiah has told us. You will keep him. In perfect 
peace whose mind is stayed on you you with Jehovah will keep you in perfect peace when you stay your mind on God let them practice SOPs and continue corrupt and patting on the back on those that are corrupt that even when there is a money released to save the hungry and the dying of this uh, uh, this, this, this problem the government the very government workers with all impunity eat it and nothing happens to them and allow the poor to die hungry in their homes. And then they emphasize sanitizers and, and, and masks and vaccinations. And then they think they will escape God's judgment. They will not. They will not. This is God's judgment. And it is directed by God's hand. Let the religious people not deceive the, the government. By quoting scripture that they don't understand. If my people that are called my, by my name shall have and pray, it doesn't end there. And turn from their sins. Then I will hear. You highlight that part, that line, and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear. The greatest sanitizer is the blood of Jesus Christ. The greatest mask is the blood of Jesus. It is the greatest shield. The name of the Lord is a strong and mighty tower. The righteous run into it. And they are saved. Jesus' blood will work. And there is repentance. Where there is confession of sins. Turning away from wickedness. The blood of Jesus will work. And then God. Will heal our land. Our healing shall come from the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Amen. It's God's judgment. Praise God. Let the death in your past to every house that is under the token under the blood of Jesus Christ. The death angel will pass. Praise be blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. Amen. 
So it's when we are thinking about God. Keeping him on our minds. God comes closer to us. I think that's one of the great troubles of the people of this day. We have too many other things on our mind. You see brother Branham said in another place. Today people you hardly hear people say God spoke to me. As if God stopped speaking. God has never stopped speaking. But God is gentle. He does not compete with other things. So he will not compete with other voices. His voice is still. And calm. And gentle. You have to silence other voices. To hear it. And the way to silence other voices. Is uh, be in prayer. The more you pray, the more other voices you leave. The more they are blocked, the more the voice of God remains alone without competition. Read the Bible. That keeps the voice of other voices away. And that emphasizes. It, 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 it amplifies. The voice of God. When you are reading the Bible. When you are praying. You are amplifying. It's like you are seated here on the amplifier. Like these brethren who work in the machines. They have that mixer. They have the amplifiers. They have lines. The line that the brother translated. That is the line that is on the microphone of brother pastor. You increase its volume. So reduce this one. Now prayer. Increases the volume. Of the voice of God. And it reduces the volume of the other voices. The voice of worrying. The voice of pleasure. The voice of your country. The voice of your clan. The voice of your family. The voice of troubles. Affections of other things. The voice of affection of other things. You have your, your mind so much on your project. If you're raising sheep, your affection is so much on cattle. Your affection is so much on your rabbits. You know, but now prayer reduces the line of those things. And it amplifies the volume for the voice of God. Amen. Then you will hear God speak. He has never left speaking. 
I believe that's the reason people doesn't have the victory in their heart that they should have. Is because their thoughts are on other things. Oh, there is a message I like so much. It's called, how can I overcome? So here is, how can I have victory? So, the reason why you don't have much victory you, your thoughts are always on other things get in your mind get, get in your mixer your amplifier there amplifier and deep inside your mind you see there is an amplifier there there is a mixer there now you cut the volume for other lines and raise for the for the, for the one for God. You will have victory. I believe that that's the reason people doesn't have much victory in their hearts that they should have. It's because their thoughts are on other things. Let the meditation of their mind of your heart be accepted unto thee, O Lord. Let that meditation of my mind and my heart be accepted unto thee. I believe if we will think on him, he will draw nigh unto us. You say, uh, I like uh, listening to UB, um, uh, CBS News. There is that part of uh, scientific discoveries of the world. Uh, then they announce scientists uh, and then they announce what the scientists have discovered that they have sampled from such and such a number of people and they came out conclusion. with a conclusion. Now like two weeks back they said that usually people get friendship that people get friendship with people that they normally associate with. And when you notice it, normally people marry among the people that they fellowship with at the same church or their workmates or their neighbors someone that you meet always, someone that you see always. There is a way love develops. There is someone who was your friend at school. 
and you would feel Osola that no, that would, part of you and you, you would feel that you could even give your life and Nekatoma die for that person. But now you've taken years and years without seeing that person. And no longer even feel that love for that person. Why you don't feel him or her on your heart these days? it's because you no longer associate with that person you no longer meet that person and these things that you see that now we meet on the internet it is the devil's works there is something special in meeting with someone and you converse while seeing each other there is a way that love develops there is a way love develops when you meet with someone I meet every kind of love. Even the spoiled people, the, way they, uh, the more they meet, the more their love increases. The more they don't meet for a long time, the love diminishes. And the love of God also, it works with the fellowship. It works with fellowship. The more you fellowship with God, the more your love between Him and you develops. The more you read the Bible, the more you love it. The more you read the message, the more you love it. And loving God also. The more you meet with the brethren and you worship together and you pray together, the more you love each other. It works, it goes with fellowship. That means if there is something that tempts you and you feel that it has taken your thoughts and you don't know how you will overcome that thing there is that girl at the neighborhood whenever you see her you melt away you shift from there I'm advising you shift from that place you reach a time and you ask yourself why, would she, why was she even troubling me she's not, she's not even beautiful there's nothing special about her that's why Jesus said if your right hand if it is the one that is tempting you you cut it off throw it in hell throw it away because it is better to go to heaven with one hand than to go to hell with two hands. Sin, temptation. You run away from sin, run away from that temptation. You be far away from it. Don't chat with it. The longer you stay without chatting with the temptation, that is your victory. Hallelujah. Amen. So, love is accelerated by fellowship. 
Omukwano guzimburu kusibwa na kusinkana no kusechimu. So keep God on your mind. Katikatonda mukumire mbirozo byo. Keep keep him there. Mukumire omwo. Choose to put him there. Wesalawo okumuteka mbirozo byo mukumire omwo. Amen. Yeah, praise God. Kama atenderezewe. You know it's when you begin to think about him. Ahumanyi wotanikira okumuloza ko. That's when he appears. Walabikira. It's when Cleopas and them will think about him. When he let the meditation of my hand and all the thoughts and let all my songs, let all that I am just meditate on thee, Lord, day and night. That's the way to get God close to you. Quick thinking about what? Sorry, quit. Thinking about what Jones is doing. And what you are going to do next week. And all the thing. Feel. Feel my way every day. With love. As I walk with a heavenly dove. Let me go all the while. Now, Kati, do you know why we easily get a breakthrough to God Mumanyiru, when in fellowship? Is because everything that goes on in church brings our thoughts, you know, amplifies that channel to God. When someone comes to give a testimony, talking about God. And when someone comes to sing a special about God, when the song leader is leading all our thoughts on God, when the preacher comes preaching God, then the, the, the atmosphere gets charging, 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 charging. And you feel the presence of God in church. Why does he come? Because every activity has, has closed the other lines. Huh? You cannot be in church and you're thinking about your, your, your portrait project. You can try. The thought can try. But it will not survive for long. Because what is happening has nothing to do with that. So it gets blocking and blocking and blocking. And then another block, block, block. And any other activity that goes on bringing you to God. And then the presence of God comes. And then you go home feeling good. When I was coming, I was feeling heavy. I didn't even want to come. But oh, now I feel good. I feel free. That's it. Amen. Amen. So, that means we can cause our thinking 
to be stayed on God. By allowing the thing, uh, uh, the surrounding we, we are in to be filled with the things of God. That's why in your house you should have the right pictures on the wall. You should have the right music going on. You should have the right books on the table. And even on your phone you should have the right, uh, you know, uh, uh, areas. You should have the right apps, applications. Application and You know, open. 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 And the right areas. So that is how you stay your mind on God. That is. Transport to heaven. Transport Praise God. Fill my way every day with love. As I walk with the heavenly. So those people who have their minds kept on God, He will also keep them in perfect peace. Amen. Just around the corner when you get to thinking about divine healing. Get to thinking about Christ. Keep him on my mind. Keep, keep him on your mind. If there be any praise, if there be any virtue, the Bible said, keep on these things. If any thought comes by, well, maybe it couldn't be so. Get it off your mind right quick. Think of these things that are positive. Never let a negative thought pass through. Just all, don't let it stop. Uh, amen. Anyhow, if it starts through, keep your thoughts positive. Jesus. Don't think sitting here in a wheelchair. You that is you that you are hopeless. Help You are not. Don't let that negative thought ever pass through. Don't let it anchor. You can't help it from going through your mind. That's right. But don't, but don't let it stop. Like the old farmer said, I can't keep the birds from flying over my place. But he had a double barrel shotgun said I can sure keep them from roosting. Amen. So you do the same thing. And you too See, don't let them roost. Let them pass right on through. Amen. 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 Amen.
Amen. Praise God. Amen. Listen to this. That's what she was studying about. Uh, perhaps on this morning where we find her going to the well to get water. He is uh, making an illustration of, Ma of Mary when she met Gabriel. Gabriel. Amen. Amen. Uh, maybe I would say it was Monday. It was wash day and she had to go get the wash water early. Her mother was old. Brother Branham used to like putting dramatizing a story. Brother Branham yagalanga nyo ogezako okuogera ku bintu ebyabawo nga akiteekawo mu ngeri yenga ye ngalinga ngabula omuzanyi so that you can get the picture as she was thinking on the on that scripture this is mary mariam and to us a child is born. And to us a son is given. And his name shall be called the counselor. The prince of peace. The mighty God. The everlasting father. She became so interested in what she was saying. Or thinking. Until she almost forgot to turn the corner. And as she raised her head, she was something strange. Okay, there was something strange. Seems like a light flashed. And she turns down towards the city square where the virgin well stands yet today. And she must have thought Oh the sun flickered on some dew That slept upon the side of the hill Or it might have hit a piece of Polished metal somewhere all uh, a armor from a Roman soldier. Armor, not hammer. That's perhaps what I saw flicker before my oh, eyes. So she goes on dreaming. Oh, it's too bad that the church today doesn't walk in the spirit like that no more. Hey, then we know. For, for it's that kind of a time that when God comes to you. You know it was on the road to Emmaus when Cleopas and his friend were speaking and talking and thinking about Jesus that he walked out of the bushes by the side of them and walked with them. Amen. 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 
Bwati mchiserecho wea vambi sikuwebi ali aona jana abegatako na atambula nabo. While we are, th we are thinking upon him. Ichibeda omu chisera nga tumulu ozako. The trouble with the world today. Obuzibedi nsi oruwarero. We are thinking about everything else but him. Tulu ozaku vintu ebirela na yesi ye. Then we wonder why we don't get blessings. Kakati yao netuwe unyira netuwe buzalu wachi emikisere tujifuna. Now, that is the circumstance Mary was in. Do you think if she was on phone, chatting and backbiting, do you think the angel would have met her? Would have spoken to her? Some people can even fall in a ditch. As they walk, because their mind are deep in the in WhatsApp. What if she was on YouTube and listening to Senga talks? And her mind is in that vulgar realm. Do you think the angel would have met her? No way. It was just a few weeks ago, about three weeks ago. When I sat down by, the, by, by some sycamore tree, as I was telling you and begin to think. It was there for the first time that came and declared the new ministry to me. And think on him. Draw nigh unto me, and I'll draw nigh unto you, says the Lord. Think about him. Think upon him. David spoke that he, he would write his commandments upon the and meditate on them day and night. In other, he wanted to keep the word of God around him. You can build an atmosphere. Put on the message. If you want to go to the YouTube, no problem. But choose the right channel. The message is on YouTube. Our services are on YouTube. And other good ministries around the world. They are on YouTube. Good inspiring music is on YouTube. So, let that be the one playing. That's what the church ought to do. Would keep your heart tuned in with God day and night. Oh, it is then is when he appears. That's when he appears. God appears when your thoughts are channeled to him. To him. Someone said as a man thinketh in his heart, so you see. Begin to think that you are one of his children. That he served you. 
and he is good to you and you love him and he loves you don't just wait till you go to church or some convenient hour just keep him on your mind all the time and as she went on walking down the street there was one yet on the street there was no one yet on the street and as she walked along the little dirt path for a sidewalk all of a sudden she began to realize that there was something around her a really strange feeling that's the most wonderful experience. I trust that everybody here has experienced them kind of times. If you haven't, this would be a good night to start. Just, just thinking about him and worship him in your heart. And all of a sudden, you'll feel the close fellowship of the Holy Spirit around you. Think about him. Meditate about him. Worship him. Sing in your heart. If you can, even sing loud. You know, there is something about Pentecostals, like or not. They are above all other denominations. But the good thing with us, we are not a denomination. But in the ranks of denominations, Pentecostals are above. These are people whose worship who praise God and clap and dance and until their minds leave this world and go in the presence of God. That is the reason for, for praising. When you clap your hands and sing your mind will be conquered and conquered and conquered by what you're worshipping, what you're speaking and what you're talking until all other channels are closed. Until you enter the spirit, now you're ready to pray because you are you are in the throne room now. So there is something about that. And people today don't want to worship. They don't want to praise God. They don't want to clap their hands. And the Bible tells you, clap ye your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with the voice of triumph. There is something about it. When you worship, when you praise, it conquers, it influences your being, your mind. Praise God until your thoughts are directed. 
As she was thinking, not noticing who was around her. The little lady perhaps with a pair of sandals on her feet. Walking around this little dusty path thinking on the Lord and his promises of the things to come as she was thinking that feeling got so great around her until she was until she just raised up her hand, her head. And when she did, standing before her was a light. Do you know why Brother Branham is dramatizing it like that? He's a man who encountered the angel of the Lord thousands of times. And he knows how it happened. He's dramatizing his own experience. But now, uh, comparing it with another person. But he's talking about something he knows. And standing by that light was Gabriel the angel. The archangel of God. If you want angels to appear to you, keep your mind on God and off the things of the world. Go about your business, go to your church, go to your washing of dishes, wherever you are, keep your mind on Him. All day. And all night long. Keep from other things. Now. Let me. Sh let us uh, put a pause there. On that quote we shall come back to it. Let us look at the. The things. That the devil has attacked us with. To close that channel. To close the channel of God. The devil is intelligent. He's a shrewd and a smart fighter. So he knows the strength of the church. He knows these channels. He knows these channels in the amplifiers and the mixers. He and knows them. In our brain, in our minds. He knows them. And he knows if we can remain our channel open to heaven. Thinking about God. About the word of God. About the cross. About, the, about what Jesus did for us. About heaven. About where we are going. About resurrection. And the eternal kingdom. 
Because if we think our, if we keep our mind like that, and singing those old gospel songs that bring the heartfelt religion, he knows we will be too powerful for him. So what he does is to give us, to make us busy to drop some things in that channel to keep, uh, to keep that channel busy with other things that are, that are contrary he puts a diversion arrow on our road whose diversion he takes us from the tarmac road to the to the muddy road. And he holds us from there. And we go sleeping from there. Here I was reading and I found a place and I marveled. One of the bad things about a TV you know is the things it brings in your house. It bombards your house with programs and 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 some are okay but still they over occupy you and the whole house is focused on the screen. Hours and hours over programs that don't really edify. They may give knowledge to the brain, but they don't benefit the soul. And it does not end there. Now he puts vulgar programs that are things. You keep also swallowing those toxins all to poison your lying to God. Until God told Brother Branham, Brother Branham never have a television in your house. Recently I was discussing with a pastor. He asked me, why do you say about that? Television in the house. Because me truly, to tell you the truth, I have it in my house. I use it to, to see the news. And with to good also with to good reasoning youtube is worse even than television youtube i told him yes youtube is worse i mean internet is worse but uh, it's a personal decision with youtube i mean with internet the way you use it that is uh, it goes one person to another but with the television it is there in the house and all the occupants 
They have to be bombarded with its influence. That's the difference. And if God told Brother Bram, don't have it, there is no excuse where we can say, you know, Internet is worse. Internet Therefore, you better have television. TV. Because we cannot even keep from internet. It's worse. No. We must be uh, total obedience and titles to the token, you know. You say, but that was Brother Branham. God spoke to Brother Branham. Now, God cannot tell Brother Branham. This thing is dangerous. And it is only dangerous to him and not to me. No. You know, some people think. Uh, they think, but why? Why are you emphasizing, Brother Brother Branham? Brother Branham, Brother Branham. You be led by the Holy Spirit. Yes, I believe that. But the Holy Spirit cannot lead one person this way. And he leads another contrary. If you want to be a true prophet, your prophecy must be in consistency with a former prophet. You cannot find Ezekiel coming with prophecies that are, are not in consistency with, with Jeremiah. And Micaiah comes with a different leading from Jere, from from uh, from Elijah. Brother Branham said. Brother Branham yagamba. Why Jehoshaphat? Doubted the prophecies of the four hundred prophets. Because he knew the prophets of Elijah. The prophets of Elijah was pronouncing judgment and curse on Ahab and his ministry. How come these prophecies are speaking good about what God already cursed? So he knew what the previous prophet, true prophet, had said. So no matter how it looked so inspired, so bombastic, he said, is there not another? Is this all? The 400? I'm waiting for a someone that will look like the one of Elijah. Secondly, some people have started going so blind. 
and they are claiming they are being led by the Holy Spirit. And the Bible, the Holy Spirit, and the Bible, Bible is the one who told you, I will send you Elijah the prophet. And he will turn the hearts of the children to the Bible. A prophet is the eyes of God for the generation. And Paul tells the people, follow the Holy Spirit as he follows Christ. Say, follow me as I follow Christ. And Jesus appears to John with seven stars in his right hand. If you want to know, if you want to access the sun at night, and you want to avoid the stars, you are deceiving yourself. You are deceiving yourself. So Jesus appears to John with the seven stars in his right hand. Remember he said from henceforth the world will not see me but you will see me. In other words that when the sun goes down, the world will cease to see it for the night. But the stars will remain in accessibility to it. And now they reflect its will. Its desire, its appearance, its mind to the world. So when Jesus ascended to glory, the world cannot see him anymore. But the way of seeing him is by looking at the seven stars. And every edge has a star that is reporting, that is reflecting for those who want to follow the sun. Follow the star. By that, you are not following a man. You are following the reflection of the Lord Jesus Christ on the man. And the people who follow this, that star, they are the people who are following Jesus. The people who are refusing that star, they are not followers of Jesus. You cannot Put away the messenger of the age. And you claim you are following Jesus. You are not. It is exactly like that. The natural reflects in the spiritual. You don't want. You have. A, you have an issue with the stars. 
Bobane nsonga ne munye nyezu ngozina kobuzimu. In the night you have an issue with the stars you don't want them. Muchirongo ulira tozetaga. Your love is with the sun. Nti gwenjuba joyagala. But you don't jo want stars. You cannot. You either love them or they will shine for you. So even today, you either love the messenger of the age or he will condemn you. It's light will condemn you. Don't be cheated by the devil. Yes, so now Kati. Let us look at the things that the devil has put there to clog, to put a diversion for you from the road to, to God to, to take a wrong road. Look at this quote. Look at Elvis Presley. A 1947 version of Judas Iscariot joins the assemblies of God. Pentecostal. Speaking in tongues for the Holy Ghost. And sent more souls to torment than all the bootleg joints there, there is been in the last 50 years. Elvis Presley, Elvis Presley is the is the discoverer rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll. Rock and roll is that music. music that goes Sometimes you hear it even playing in church. I'm worried even in our music. This goes to the musicians. I send you to listen to rock and roll. You capture how it goes and avoid it. Never play it in our music. If there is something the messenger hated was rock and roll. One time his daughter came and came. Come and see. A choir. Singing. He went to neighbor's house. They were singing and dancing gospel. But in rock and roll. rock and roll. He said, if I come with my gun, I would have shot that thing. Now, that thing has conquered even message. You see this group called what? There is a group called this one who these ones who sang, I'm no longer a slave to fear. Those are what? Hills. Hills. Hillsong. It has conquered the world. The Christian world. But that is rock and roll. Their 
Their inspiration is Elvis Presley. Amafuta agabali koga Elvis Presley. The Pentecostal world embraced him as an angel. Ensiaba Pentecoste yamwani lizanga malaika. But the messenger in the eye of God he called him a devil a Judas Iscariot he said he had no better conscience than the hogs when the demons entered the hogs they, they choked themselves in the, in the sea but now the demons have entered this boy and he thinks he's okay People, people dance that thing until they get mad. Teenagers, young people, they dance rock and roll. Demons come on them and they get guns and shoot people. And when the investigations is done, it is discovered it's a reason of rock and roll. It is anointed by the devil. Now the very inventor, Elvis Presley. Brother Bram said he's a Judas. Brother Bram, Judah. He said he perverted the mind of little teen. Children all over the world. Till little girls would grab off their underclothes and throw it on the platform and him to autograph. So vulgar. That they won't show him in the television from his waist down. The way his body. Oh. This shocked me. The television of that time. The God told Brother Branham not even to put in his house. They had. A conscious of decency that they would avoid to portray vulgar on the screen. And this Pentecostal boy would dance in the way. And the camera would do the television they would they would cut off. His waist down. Because of the vulgarity he was portraying in his dance. Now, if the world was in that stage and God told brother, but today, what about the YouTube? YouTube. What about on the internet? The internet the things that are, that are What about on that modern television? What about on the Pentecostal pulpit? Even in schools, our kids, they are trained to dance those fine dances. You don't want to look at their waist. They are dancing. 
batendeke boku zine bizine byechiru siru ngebe ngatwagana kubatu nuli nanga bagazina this is our polluted dirty vulgar generation kuno mulembe omufu ogwavunda ero mwono nefu so vulgar but they won't show him to from his west down the way the way he's born the the Holy Ghost speaking in tongues for evidence. Yeah, he was speaking in tongues. Oh, brother, if the Holy Ghost was there, it wouldn't act like that. You know better than that. Certainly not. God loves cleanness and purity and holy. So avoid vulgar things on your mind. Avoid television vulgarity. Avoid YouTube vulgarity. Avoid internet vulgarity. Fill your mind with holy pure things. Remember your mind matters a lot. The way you think in your mind. What fills your mind matters a lot. Don't wait for actions. Mind about the mind, the thoughts. Guard your womb, the womb of the mind. In another language, the mind is called the womb. What you seeds you allow there, they will develop and be born. When I was a lineman for the public service company, one day I went to a room to collect the electric light bill. A little old woman came to the door. About, about enough clothes on to go in a, in a aspirin box. And she was dancing across the floor. And some guy with a little old fiddle was going on the radio. And she danced across the floor saying, saying, What did I want? I said the electric light bill. She was dancing as some guy was presenting, you know, on radio. She said, oh, she said, I was fixing to take it down. So she danced back across the floor. And that guy started playing some kind of a little old silly music. Like this old boogie woogie stuff that you can't even eat 
in a restaurant or any for the cause of it. You notice it, brethren. Music restaurant. Music that scares you even to eat in a restaurant. But what about the, the music of this generation of 2021? You cannot compare it with the music of that time. I've shown you the mind of television of the other time. To the extent of, to the extent of to the extent of fearing showing Elvis Presley as he dances from his west town. Isn't that on the televisions of today? They put, they put them on and they dance to tunes that are even worse than the tunes of those days and they are putting on knickers. And the Pentecostals copy them and they bring them on the pulpit. And it shows you such a music that even scares you to eat from a restaurant. But today you see in all bars. May God help. That's why I no longer even want to travel by public means. As I'm going to preach the gospel. I'd rather pay the cost. As you're going to preach the gospel. Your mind ought to remain on God. But the screen is volume there. The volume is so high. You can't help. You are so bombarded. Four hours on the road. Five hours under that. God forbid. No wonder. The generation we are in is the way it is. Even to preach it back to sanity. Even the believers of the message grasping the real level of distance in their minds. It's very difficult. Redeeming them back. Because they have taken the filthy to be holy. They just fight evil. And condemn righteousness. Let us let him finish here. Uh, that's quick and godly. Oh, no wonder the world is polluted. Their whole mind is on sex. And filth. And ungodly things. Even preachers do it. Amen. It's a disgrace. Now, what do you go? What do you get on YouTube? What do you get on the internet? What mind does it build in you? 
He said the whole thing is on sex and filth. And, and godly things. No wonder. Whereas David said, I will tie the do, the way, the commandments of God on my doorposts that I meditate on them day and night. Satan has made you tie there filthy music, music filthy programs, programs filthy YouTube, YouTube Filthy, filthy, filthy. Filthy smartphone. Smartphone Your mind is always glued there. No wonder today teenagers wake up very late. You can hardly make them wake up early. Brother Branham used to emphasize to be poor. Brother Branham, you have to wake up early. Even if you have nothing to do, just wash that car of yours. Just do something, but you have to wake up. He said, Rise up. I believe in waking up early. He said he believed even Jesus Christ will come very early in the morning. You see, but it's very hard to work the teenagers early. Because they sleep very late. Their bedrooms are always having that light of the phone. Chatting with friends, vulgar. Surfing. Surfing. Searching. Searching. Visiting filthy, dirty sites. Their minds are full of that. Can come to church and worship. But as long as your mind is filled with that. That's what you are. A child of hell. People call themselves with the Holy Ghost. And playing them all the nasty, dirty tunes and things. Sinabiyimba tune. Tune. Tune matters. Tune. Tune chikulunyo. We are talking about tunes. You can sing a good gospel song, but the tune. Brother, that's the buzzard inside of you feeding on that. You need the Holy Ghost in there. That will feed on the word of God. Amen. Amen. I'm not angry with you. But brother, you've got to know the truth. That's the reason you can't have a prayer meeting. You ain't got no time for it. 
Now is when we are thinking about God. If you want angels to appear to you, keep your mind on God and all the things of the world. Go about your business, go to your church, go to your church, wherever you are, keep your mind on Him. All day. You're drawing close to him. You've got the world shut out. Just you and he This appearing of the angel frightened the little virgin. She had been told that the days of miracles was past. But she had seen something happen. The angel told her, said, Hail Mary. Maria. Hail means to stop. And he had a message for, the, for her. When an angel comes, he's got a message for you. And the Holy Spirit, God's angel is here tonight with a message for every believer. Just keep him on your mind. Keep thinking about him. How lovely he is. How sweet he is of his promises. If you are sick, Get this on your mind. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes I was healed. Keep your mind centered like that. Something will happen to you. All of a sudden. There will be something drawn nigh to you. And anointing will come on you. And out of that chair, you will go. Draw nigh unto the Lord. And he will draw nigh unto you. If we are in a time of speaking the word, here we are, we cannot move. We cannot travel. And people are in situations where they need healing. You cannot move there to pray for them. It's a time of operating by the mind. And the word is thought expressed. Where you go very far. And you pray for someone. And you call God's presence down. And you command the devil to leave. And you pray the presence of God. To heal. Not reaching there. That's where we are. If we are to read there, where our words are so powerful to heal, and the word is a thought expressed, then we have to keep our minds pure. In the course of the week, I was called upon to pray for a sister. She's about 450 
between 450 and 500 miles kilometers from here. And I was told she is in a coma on oxygen for COVID-19. And uh, the doctors in that hospital has referred to her to Mulago. Because the condition is beyond what they can manage. And she, there is no, they say the only way she can be helped to reach Mulago is airlifting her. Then I told the brother who called me, let us pray. We prayed. We prayed. We prayed. I only believe all things are possible. Amen. Amen. Now look at such a situation. The hospital has given up. And it's COVID. COVID. And the, the place where they think has better facilities is Mulago. And she cannot even reach there. Only air transport can help. The only place to look to. The only referral to help is heaven. And I was told about this sister. I remembered her hand. She's a nice, God loving person. We really prayed. And the following day, I received a call. To tell you the truth, I got scared. And the brother told me, the sister has dramatic, drastically recovered. Sister, God is, our God is so great. Our God is so great. She told them, Nabagamba. I was dead. I have tested death. I've tested the other dimension. But now, I will go home. I will return to my home. She could talk now. God answering prayers of his children. Many persons prayed. It is not necessarily my prayers. But we prayed and called upon God. And God had our prayers. This is the time. The book of Acts is here. When we know that we have no help anywhere else. But in God. Amen. Praise Amen. God. So, praise the Lord. He will keep in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on God. Amen. How great is our God. How great is his name. He's the greatest one. 
that's ever was held. He rolled back the waters of the might red sea. And he said, I'm going to lead you, my children. Put your trust in me. How great is our goal? Oh, how great is His word? Oh, you know He's the greatest one. Oh, that's ever was out. He rolled back the waters. Of the might red sea And he said I'm going to lead you church Just put your trust in me How great is our goal How great is his name He's the greatest world that ever was had. Oh, he rolled back the waters of the Myriad Sea. And he said, I'm going to I keep wading through the porous load. I'm striving to get home. Sometimes the waves they dash so high, and I think I'm going to sink. But when it seems that I'm going to sink, I raise my head up high. That's when the big old hand. Of God comes down and takes a hold of mine. Oh, I keep wading through the porter's load. I'm striving to get home. Sometimes the waves they dash so high, and I think I'm going to sink. But when it seems that I'm going to sink, I raise my hand up high. That's when the big old hand of God comes down and takes a hold of mine. So glad I'm yours, Lord. So glad I'm yours. So glad your mercy has followed me so glad I found you and set me free so glad I'm yours Lord. so glad I'm yours so
Amen. With your hearts bowed and your heart, with your eyes closed, you are here.